Uh, welcome. Interesting to see your daily sports podcast, News, Narratives, Takes Gambling. No clip for you today, because today is my college football preview show. For those of you, there are two kinds of college football fans out there, like college football fans, and then those of us that uh, watch. And I, I used to be a college football guy. Last year, I covered Mississippi State for Saturday Down South. Awesome website that focuses on the SEC. And uh, yeah, I, I come and go from, from college football, so we're going to talk about it. Today, Heisman, odds, national championships, narratives, storylines, and uh, draft prospects, which kind of dictates which games I watch. Remember, like, rate, review, subscribe if you like the show, and I know that the the fans that I do have are really into the show, like kind of codependent. That's okay. I won't judge you. So let's start uh, college football. So the first thing we have to, to start talk about is, is this the year that a non-SEC blue blood becomes an SEC blue blood? There have been years in the past where that gets close. And what I mean by that is you have Alabama and Georgia right now. And then there has been in recent years, I say, like, we'll just go back about 20 years. You go back 30 years, Tennessee counts, but they don't count. There are three or four blue bloods in the SEC. And when I say SEC blue bloods, I mean those teams on a given year randomly can win the national championship. They can kind of do it without anybody seeing it coming. Auburn counts. They're out this year. They've got that guy that was banging his uh, assistant, which the, she's just like public about it. Man, she's a thirst trap on, on Instagram. What a fun mess that is. Yeah, the college coach was banging his assistant at Boise, and then he brought her with him to Auburn, obviously, to be a something. Anyway, Auburn, they're in there, but they're not there this year. The other blue bloods, Georgia, Florida, and LSU. Georgia, Florida, LSU, Auburn, and Alabama have all won national championships since 2008, which is crazy. Five different teams have won a national championship from the SEC. Those are the SEC blue bloods. Then there's this another, there's this other group of teams. Right? So you got Mississippi State, one time was like this, but for the most part, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and, and Vanderbilt are never going to do anything. Then there's this weird group in the middle. I guess you could throw Missouri in there where it's like Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Tennessee, South Carolina. They're like, yeah, maybe they could one of these years. This year, that team is Texas A&M. So the number one narrative is, is all of this NIL money, this $20 million some dollars that Texas A&M boosters have spent to be good at college football. Is it finally going to pay off? Are they going to do anything? No, I don't think so, <clears throat> personally. But that's the that's a big narrative to watch is like what's going to happen with the NIL stuff. The second thing to watch for me is Michigan. Can Michigan repeat what they did last year, which was not suck and actually beat Ohio State? Again, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think the only reason the only time that Michigan can upset a team that is as good or better than them, which Ohio State was, is when there's bad weather <laughs> and they're at home and they can run the ball. Literally. That will never work against Ohio State again. So that's that's my opinion. Those are the narratives I'm looking at at the top end if you care about who's going to win the national championship. Okay. Here are the rankings for uh, NCAA college football from the Associated Press. Uh, shocker, Alabama number one. Um, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, or uh, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, Baylor. So the Oklahoma is so low because they've got that uh, Brent Venables guy the defensive coordinator for Clemson. Their head coach went to USC. Remember Lincoln Riley wanted to get out of Oklahoma. But for for the most part, for the past 20-some years, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma have been on a different planet than everybody else. There's always a rotating rando 
Clemson, Florida State, Auburn, Georgia, uh, USC, Texas, Oregon, but like those three are the, the three teams. Right? Clemson could be back, and we'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> Notre Dame is right now way overrated just because they have a new coach. Brian Kelly got to the national championship by accident in 2012, and then they kind of stayed there. He revamped himself. They recruited better than they've ever recruited, ever. They prioritized the positions that win games in college, which are defensive line and wide receiver. Those are the two most important positions in college football. And the key, if Brian Kelly were the head coach of the team, yes. New guy, Marcus Freeman. He's like 31 years old or something. Top five, not for me, but we'll see. The other team that I think is insanely overrated is Utah. They deserve it. They've, this is the first time I've ever seen them like, oh, maybe that's a little high. And the reason I think that is because they don't have any draft prospects. And that does matter to me. But they do have a lot of transfers, so they're a little overrated. Other interesting teams being ranked. NC State proved it. And so did Wake Forest. They're both in the top 25. Wake Forest at 22. How random is that? 10 wins last year. They got screwed when Kenny Pickett faked that slide like a pussy. I, I, I do hate that. He should be suspended. I fucking hate that. That is so anti-sporting. That is, of all of the chicken shit things I've ever seen in college football, that might be number one. Like, I would rather a dirty hit. That was such chicken shit. Anyway, Wake Forest is ranked. NC State is ranked. SC, USC is ranked, obviously, because who would watch the Pac-12 games if they weren't ranked? Wisconsin is ranked. They deserve it. Arkansas is ranked. I think they have the guy that's going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Kentucky, uh, Mark Stoops, is, he's put together a hell of a program. They're stable. Cincinnati, Houston, BYU round out. The top 25, others receiving votes. Um, Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, Penn State, you know the usual suspects. App State has a couple of votes. Good for them. Why not? Why not? Uh, okay, cool things to think about. In the Big Ten, Nebraska is the cool thing to think about. They are going to kick off against Northwestern, I think it. Actually, I don't know. Is it going to be a night game? Let's see, Nebraska football. I don't know what time it's going to kick off. Yeah, noon. Noon Eastern, noon 30 Eastern on August 27th. The game will be played in Ireland uh, against Northwestern. Nebraska is really interesting because they are one of the greatest teams against the spread last year. Like the amount of games that they had that were one score games and, and specifically against teams that they were significantly better than them was really, really crazy. So watching them like this is the year, though. This is like you put up or shut up, like get fired if you don't win eight games this year. I think eight's the number. Even seven going bowl eligible is not would not be good enough. You gotta threaten. And that part of the, the, the West part of the Big Ten is garbage. They can easily make it to the national ch- or the uh, conference championship. Like Iowa, seven point loss. Ohio State, nine point loss. Purdue, five point loss. Minnesota, seven point loss. Michigan, three point loss. Michigan State, three point loss. <laughs> Oklahoma, seven point loss. I mean, they, they're right there. Illinois, eight point loss. You know, like they, they were in all of these one or two possession games. Uh, they just can never pull it off. So that's another narrative that I'm kind of interested in. So that's what's going on at the top. Okay, let's talk about players. One of the th- ways that uh, I decide to watch college football is based on draft prospects and based on new things. So Ole Miss and USC are significantly better than all of the other programs at this point in time at the transfer window heading into this year. Ole Miss and USC essentially imported new teams. In fact, Ole Miss has USC's old quarterback, who has Oklahoma's old quarterback. Uh, I don't know who Oklahoma's quarterback is now. Actually, now that you mention it. Hmm. That's interesting. Who cares? So, Ole Miss and USC are going to be interesting. They've got a lot of people that have never been there before. They just essentially imported new teams, which is kind of fun. 
So I'm kind of interested in those guys. And again, you get with the recruiting at Texas A&M, they got a bunch of people as well. Okay, draft prospects. This is important to me because this is how I decide which games I'm going to watch if whatever. So I look if there's a guy, and if there's a guy on one of these teams that's you know, going to go and could be a big deal, maybe I'll turn into a game or I'll know what I'm looking at. Pro Football fo- or The Athletic has, and more, a lot of people believe this, there is a guy for Army that is projected to be like a borderline first rounder, and he's a defensive end. Usually when Army has got a guy, it's like some sort of center, and they're like, yeah, when he puts on 45 pounds, he'll be an NFL player. This is pretty good. His name is Andre Carter II. Big fan of that guy. Uh, as far as other dr- small draft prospects, um, South Dakota State's got a tight end. I actually don't know his name. Let's Google him. South Dakota. There he is. Tucker Kraft, obviously, with a K. Kraft with a K. South Dakota State. And I think he's one of the biggest small school guys on the list. Yeah, absolutely. At the top of end, this year is the year of the quarterbacks. These are the teams that have quarterbacks that are going to get drafted highly and, and try to lead teams to the promised land. Alabama, Ohio State, they have the two big ones. Then after that, Kentucky, Florida, Stanford. Those are where the good quarterbacks are. Alabama, Ohio State, Kentucky, Florida, Stanford. For the most part. There are more. Interestingly, and this is a take that I have, I think this is my preview. During the COVID year, when Notre Dame beat Clemson, and Trevor Lawrence was hurt, and Clemson played DJ Uyunglele, he was like the best quarterback I've ever seen in college. It reminded me very much of like Jameis Winston and actually Trevor Lawrence when they put this new guy in, and you're like, holy shit. Then he played all last year, and they sucked. But they lost a lot of guys. Travis Etienne was essentially born into Clemson. He played there for like 30 years, it felt like. ET or DJ Uyunglele is not on a lot of people's lists right now, which I think is an abomination and just factually incorrect. I really like him as a prospect. He's a he's the quarterback for Clemson, and he dropped off the face of the earth last year. Did I get all the quarterbacks? I want to make sure. Kentucky, Florida, NC State's got one. Miami has one, and the Miami one is polarizing. People are like, is he top 10? And people are like, hey, is he top 100? But DJ Uyunglele is not on a lot of these guys' lists. That's how big the step back was. But he can bomb the football. And was it Clemson? Was it him? So I'm paying a lot of attention to that. All right, let's do some odds. I'm trying to just give you guys, again, it's just like my, my, my fantasy show. Just a bunch of shit to pay attention to. Okay. Here are the favorites to make the college football playoff. Get this. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, and Oklahoma are right up there. USC is up there. God, I wish I could fade. I wish I could do what they do in Wall Street where you short something. Yeah, USC will not be making the playoff. Fucking idiots. Utah is plus 600. That's way too much. Michigan, that's they're plus 600. You got to think of random teams that have we're going to have an easy path that have a quarterback. Notre Dame is plus 1,500. That would I would love Notre Dame, but they play Ohio State, and that, I mean... Their season starts and ends on week one. It's a big opportunity for them, but like I just don't, I just don't think so. Other teams that could LSU's got a bunch of draft prospects. We'll see what Brian Kelly can do there. He's such a dork; isn't going to work, you know. Um, as far as bets, Florida is interesting. They've got a quarterback, and he can kind of run the ball a little bit, and that kind of thing could beat Nick Saban. What 
the only way that Florida makes it to the college football playoff because you have to beat Georgia and Alabama is if someone else beats Alabama for them. A&M is way overrated too. They're in the top five making this. Um, I would not bet on any of these, to be honest with you. If you just want to bet on Alabama and make your money, they're minus 350 to make the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, like, the juice is garbage, but why not? It's, it's money. Heisman Trophy winner, uh, the first four guys are quarterbacks. DJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, DJ Uyunglele. All of those guys are draft prospects. Caleb Williams, the quarterback for USC, is not eligible this year. Then the fourth or the fifth prospect is not a running back or a wide receiver. He is, in fact, a defensive end. And this is something that you'll want to pay attention to, too. His name is Will Anderson. He's a DN for Alabama. He was recruited there as like this Will Mike linebacker. Like maybe he'll be one of those Alabama linebackers. Well, there was a log jam to play that position, and so he played defensive end, where he promptly became the best defensive end they had last year. And this is this is no shit, so you just need to prepare yourself for this. When he comes out in the draft, people are going to compare him to Lawrence Taylor and Aaron Donald, the greatest defensive players of all time. Like, you hear that talk, ceiling and floor? His floor is would start on, like, 29 NFL teams right now. His ceiling is, will he be the best player we've ever seen in the history of the sport? And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. I'm preparing you for it right now. He was the first overall pick last year, and he would have been the first non-quarterback taken the year before. He is insane. And it's annoying that they have him, of course. I, don't, I think he's still number 31. Man, he's something else. Texas has a running back that could win the Heisman. Ohio State's got a wide receiver that I like a lot, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who could win the Heisman. Quinn Ewers is on this, uh, the freshman quarterback for Texas. I just They're going to shit the bed, though. I do just know they're going to shit the bed. I like Will Rogers the quarterback for Mississippi State, and I like K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback for Arkansas. That's who, <clears throat> pardon me, that's who I would bet on. Also, Bo Nix is up here. He transferred from Auburn to Oregon, plus 10,000. Yeah, 10,000 to one, or 1,000 to one. I like that. Uh, I like, I would I would bet on Will Anderson just because, like, the narratives are just, they're people, it's going to run away. People are going to run away. This is going to run away from people, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the hyperbole, I don't think that we literally, I don't literally don't think we've ever seen this. How this is going to get. Teams that are favored to win 10 or more games, I'm looking at plus 300 or more. These are bets where if the team wins 10 games, it cashes out. So the, the 300 is where I would do it. App State is plus 230, so their schedule is that easy, huh? Michigan's non-conference schedule is something like Hawaii, like San Jose State and Yukon, by the way. Ugh. Uh, Penn State plus 300, UCLA plus 350, Ole Miss plus 350, Florida plus a thousand. They don't think they can do it, huh? That's hilarious. Anybody else? All of the other ones that you would normally think of are favorites. Like Alabama is minus thirty five hundred to win ten games. Like that is too much. Minus thirty five hundred. So that's what three regular season losses, and I don't even know. Yeah, there. That's not going to happen. That's a. That's a good point. So much of college football. And the more it changes, the more it stays the same, man. Uh, I'm fading Michigan. Utah is going to be a tough one. Starts this weekend with Nebraska and Northwestern. I think Nebraska is going to be good. I definitely think that Frost guy is going to get fired. But he won't get fired on Saturday. That's going to do it. We'll take a look at what's going around the uh, sports world. Yanks, Mets, Little League World Series. We'll get back to sports news tomorrow. Like, rate, review, subscribe. See you then.